Hey, what's going on? You're listening to Cassandra Max Spiritual Spa, the place where we learn to maximize success and de-stress from the mess. I'm glad you're here today. So today we're talking about three simple ways to become just a little bit happier. You know, we're living in times where there's so much going on in our world today that it's getting harder to hold on to your happy. So many of us are struggling mentally, We're struggling in our finances, a lot of folks, and a lot of people are struggling uh, with COVID and just navigating this new normal. A lot of us are still grieving the life we once knew, the life we once had, the world we once knew, and so it's hard to hold on to your happy. But the thing about happiness is, right, it's so vital to good mental health that without it, it is virtually impossible to experience the fullness of life. And most people don't know how to hold on to their happy because they mistakenly believe that their happiness is dependent upon life going their way all the time. Are you like that? Like if things don't go your way or you have a rough day, do you tend to get down on yourself and believe that you can't be happy? Or a lot of people believe that happiness is something that happens to them during the future. But the reality is, right, happiness is not something you find outside of yourself or something that you're waiting to experience. It's a state of mind that you consciously create right now. So let's define happiness. And then I want to share the three ways to become just a little bit happier so that it makes a difference in your life. So happiness is the state of feeling or showing pleasure or contentment. So from this definition, right, we can think about three important things to keep in mind about happiness. Number one, it's a state of mind or a feeling, not a personality trait. This means that it is within your power to cultivate it. It is a learned habit, something that we can consciously cultivate as a state of mind. Not only that, Because it is a state of mind or a feeling, it's subject to change. Nobody is happy 100% of the time. Even though you may look at people's social media posts and it looks like their life is perfect and that they never have sad days or bad days, that's just not true. And the thing to keep in mind with social media is most people post their highlights, not the low times in life. And so know that happiness is not only a state of mind, but a subject to change. The second thing that we can get from this definition is happiness, right, is compared with feeling pleasure or contentment. So this lets us know that happiness is not the same thing as joy. So they're two different things. And then the third thing we could take from this definition is happiness is expressed as feeling or showing. And so this means that happiness can be felt as an emotion or it can be shown or displayed as contentment. And so a lot of times when we think about contentment, we don't tend to equate that with happiness because we tend to think that happiness is feeling ecstasy and being elated. But sometimes there's just a calm happiness, like an old pair of shoes that fit well or a hot cup of cocoa with some marshmallows and you are enjoying every sip 
really enjoying that hot cocoa. You're not bouncing off walls, jumping up and down. It's a quiet contentment. And so this lets us know that there are different ways that we may experience happiness, right? And so with that being said, I want to share three simple ways and then I want to close with a scripture that we can be happy. So we said that it's a state of mind, right? Or a feeling. And it's something that you can consciously cultivate it. But how do you cultivate happiness? Well, here are three ways. Number one, by choosing gratitude over ingratitude. This is big. So often we think that we've been dealt a terrible hand until we look at other people's lives and we realize that as bad as we think we have it, there is somebody somewhere who has it 10 times worse than us. And so when we are able to really look at the small blessings, just the fact that you got to open up your eyes and breathe today, it's a lot of people that didn't get to open up their eyes and breathe today. So if nothing else, that's something to be thankful for. If you have the activity of your limbs, the use of your mind, you can think, you can create, you can come up with ideas. That's something to be grateful for. If you are not sleeping under a bridge in a cardboard box, even if you are on somebody's couch or your living situation is not exactly what you want it to be. Maybe you're on an air mattress, whatever your situation is, but you have shelter. You are not dealing with the elements. Even if you're staying with a friend or relative, be grateful to have shelter. And it's this simple act of being grateful that paves the way for us to begin to cultivate the feeling of happiness. And so it doesn't mean that you are uh, satisfied with your stature in life if there are goals that you are striving for and uh, things that you are putting in place. But what it means is you're starting the day from the space of gratitude and that is a game changer. A second way to cultivate happiness, to be just a little bit happier, just a little bit happier, is choosing purpose over aimlessness. And so a lot of times when we feel stuck in life, when we feel our our life is not moving forward like we hoped, planned, and dreamed, it's easy to get stuck in a place where we feel stagnant. And that can take us to a very unhappy place. But when we choose purpose over aimlessness, that allows us to be a little bit happier. And so begin to look at your life through the lens of what is my purpose in this situation, even a job. So maybe you're at a job that you really don't like and you are working on finding a better job, but it's going to take you some time. And so in the meantime, what is your purpose for being at that job? Well, the purpose is to get the bag. The purpose is to build your income. Perhaps you want to start a business and you are going to let the job finance your business. So the check that you get from the job, you're putting a little bit aside each week or bi-weekly so that you can begin to put some things in place to pursue your entrepreneurial endeavors. Well, that is moving from aimlessness to purpose so that you begin to look at the job as a means to an end. And that is something that allows us to be just a little bit happier, just a little bit happier. And then the third thing is choosing 
connection over isolation. And so a lot of times when we totally isolate ourselves, right, it's easy to believe that nobody cares about us and we are all alone on this earth. But when we choose connection over isolation, it allows us to know that we are not alone in our experiences and it fosters community. Now, there will be times in our life where we will go through what I call a season of solitude. And sometimes those seasons are weeks, months, sometimes they're years. And usually in those seasons of solitude, and I went through a very long season of solitude, it's a few years, there are things that God is pouring into us for our next. And so a lot of times in a season of solitude, there is learning and unlearning happening as you are preparing for the next season of your life. God is growing you, maturing you, and there are some things that he wants to do for you, with you, and through you. And it does require solitude so that you're fully focused on where God is taking you and what God is cultivating inside of you. But after you go through your season of solitude, and most people do, particularly when you have goals and dreams and things you're trying to do, then begin to really think about how can I begin to foster relationships and connect with like-minded people, people who are on the path to positivity. And so those are just three simple ways that you can become a little happier to consciously cultivate a happier state of mind. Is it going to make all your problems go away? No, of course not. But if you practice these things, it allows you to be just a little bit happier. So I want to close with a scripture and it comes from Proverbs 17, 22. And it tells us this, a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. And so this scripture lets us know that when we are crushed in our spirit, right? When uh, we uh, don't have uh, happiness in our, our souls, so to speak, it can be compared to dried up bones. And so think about the analogy here, right? What do the bones do for the body? The bones hold up the body. The bones allow us to walk, right? The bones are what holds up the body. And so when we do not have a cheerful heart, and a cheerful heart has medicinal effects, right? It says a cheerful heart is good medicine. And so when we don't have a cheerful heart, it is like not only being crushed in spirit, but like our bones being dried up, the very thing that holds us up. And so a lot of times when we're not holding up well, mentally and emotionally, it is because we are crushed in spirit. And the way to begin to undo that just a little bit at a time is to consciously cultivate happiness. And you can start by using the three tips that I just shared with you today. And you will begin to see just a little bit, just a little bit, you may smile a little bit more. You may feel a little bit more grateful. You may feel a little bit more purposeful. You may feel a little bit more connected to others. And this allows happiness to flow with greater ease. So I hope you found today's episode uh, helpful. And uh, what I'm going to be doing in these podcasts is I am going to invite you, the listening audience, to leave a prayer request. And so 
what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to pray for you in the area of the topic that we talk about in the particular episode. And so if there's anyone who's struggling to find their happy place, I would like to pray for you. And so if you have the Anchor app, you're going to go to my homepage, Cassandra's Spiritual Spa Podcast, Cassandra Max Spiritual Spa Podcast. You're going to go to the Anchor app and on my homepage, you will see where you can leave a voicemail message for the podcast. And so leave a voicemail message and I will pray for you. Not only that, what I'm going to also be doing is each episode, I'm going to pick maybe three or four people who leave a message and your message will be included in the next episode of the podcast. So I'll be praying for everyone, but I'll be selecting three or four people that will be included in the next podcast. So know that when you leave a prayer message, you are giving permission to be included in the next episode. And then we'll select the three or four folks. And I'm really excited, you know, about this because I I love uh, praying for people. And so leave me a message within 15 minutes after this episode airs. And I'm going to choose the first couple of, uh, messages that come in today. So have an amazing day. Take care of yourselves and each other. And always remember, you hold the pen that writes the chapters to your life. Make your story an amazing one. Talk to you soon.